0: it's Chris Freeland, and you're listening to the Doxology Bible Church Podcast. If you want to know more about who we are or learn to connect with us, please visit doxology.church. Most of all, we hope the following message will help you take the next step in your faith journey, whatever it is.
1: In scripture, it says that Stephen looked up to heaven and he saw God, and he saw Jesus standing next to his father, looking at him which was confirmation that in this moment, when Stephen is dying, he saw Jesus. And that was exactly what I needed to hear so that I could know that when whatever was happening to Molly, that she knew that he was with her and that in an instant from the moment she was alive to the moment she died, she was in the arms of Jesus. And and that's what I carried with me to help quiet the fears that would come up in my mind, she wasn't alone. He was with her in that moment, and she has been with him ever since that moment. Doxology Bible Church is proud to present EverStory, launching wherever you listen to podcasts on June 6th. Every story is a weekly, seasonal podcast featuring Christ-centered stories of hope and transformation told by people just like you. No chit-chat, just raw, powerful stories. Stories inspire us to connect with each other in real, tangible ways. With stories, we're able to glorify a God who relentlessly pursues us. Mark 16.15 tells us to go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole of creation. Stories embody who we are as Christians. Without them, Paul's letters would have never been shared. Without stories, a person with Christ in their heart might never find the courage to bring the word to their neighbor. Without stories, the Great Commission never occurs. Check in with us often as we introduce stories about the way Jesus' radical love is moving in truly awesome ways. Find every story wherever you listen to podcasts. Also follow doxology bible church on facebook or instagram at doxology bible want to share your story or know someone who might send us an email to stories at doxology.church because everyone has a story
0: hey it's chris freeland and you're listening to the doxology bible church podcast If you want to know more about who we are or learn to connect with us, please visit doxology.church. Most of all, we hope the following message will help you take the next step in your faith journey, whatever it is.
2: What is it about these people that would possess them on a perfectly good Sunday morning after they have already done their hair to show up and get sopping wet in front of more than a thousand people? What is it about their life that has caused them to want to take this courageous step of standing in front of a bunch of people that they don't know and potentially risking looking their very worst in front of all of you? Well, the answer is they want to tell a story and they want to show you a picture of their story. And if this morning you're here and you don't have a forever relationship with Jesus Christ or you're hearing the sound of my voice on the video that they've given you or uh, the DVD that that they've shown you and you don't have a forever relationship with Jesus Christ, the picture that they want to paint is for you in hopes that the story that they're sharing would someday be a part of your story as well. They're painting two pictures as they decide to go down in the water and come back up. The first one is a picture of identity. What they realized at some point in their life is that they needed an identity shift. And in the biblical times in the first century, when a person worked with cotton or with some type of material, they would baptize it in a dye, and it would come out with a different identity. That's how we get the word baptism. It talks about the identity change of a piece of cloth. And what these people have realized is we live in a broken world. We live in a broken world with broken people and broken systems and broken things. And the worst part of it is we're a part of it. It becomes a part of our identity, and what they've recognized is it only takes just one piece of brokenness to make brokenness a piece of our entire identity. How many times do you have to steal something before you get labeled a thief? How many times do you have to kill someone before you're a murderer? And similarly, how many times do you have to fall short of God before you're the kind of person that falls short of God? What these people have recognized is that that was their identity as people who had fallen short of the God who created them, who gave them life, and it became a part of who they were, people that fell short of God, and they needed an identity change, and so they found a hope in the biblical passage, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, that says, if any man is in Christ, he's a new creature, he has an identity shift. They understood that when we trust Christ, we go from being God's enemies to what Jesus said in John 1:12 that as many as received him, to them he gave the right to be called not enemies of God, but children of God. They recognized they needed an identity shift. And so they're picturing for all of us just as that piece of cloth went into the dye and came out different. When they trusted Christ, they were placed in him and they're no longer who they used to be. That's the first picture that they want you to see this morning as you watch. The second picture that they want you to see is the fact that we need to be clean, And so you see them go down into the water and come back out, because they want every single one of us to recognize the fact that we go through life and we get dirty. We have stuff that comes into our life that causes us to be less than clean. And most of us present in this room, most of us hearing my voice recognize that almost instinctively. It just comes to us naturally, and so we try to spot shot our lives. We recognize we're dirty, and so we just decide to take some type of cleansing to the spot where we realize that we're dirty. So we realize we're not very generous people, and we decide to give in response to the fact that we're not generous people. Uh, We recognize that we were mean to a person over here or mean at an earlier stage of our life, so we decide to spot shot it and try to be nicer, try to behave better. We try to spot shot some of the mess in our life to try to make it better. But what these people are saying, what they've realized is there's not enough spot shot in the world. There are not enough religious rituals or good behaviors. There's not enough money in the world to be able to be a person that erases the dirtiness, the filth that we've become as people who live in a broken world, as broken people and broken systems. We needed something that was a deeper clean. And so they've taken hold of this promise that we find in scripture The book of Titus, chapter 3, verses 4 to 7, which says that we were once identified with the world, we were once filthy with the world, but when the kindness and love of God our Savior appeared, he saved us. Not because of the righteous things that we'd done, but because of his mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth. And renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ, our Savior. So that having been justified, declared righteous by his grace, we might become heirs having the hope of everlasting life. These people are showing a picture that there is not enough righteous acts in the world we need a deeper kind of clean because the the stuff that has messed up our life isn't something that can just be cleaned off externally or fixed with an external ritual or behavior it's something it's the worst kind of stain the stain that comes from the inside And so we need a kind of cleansing that can come from the inside out. That's what God promises in Titus chapter 3, verses 4 to 7. The other thing that we realize about that cleansing that we need, Isaiah chapter 64 says that all of our righteous acts, every good thing that we try to do apart from Jesus Christ, are like filthy rags. And isn't that like our life? We just try to clean up the messes that we've made, but the picture that God paints in his word is that we try to clean up the mess with our righteous acts, but it's like trying to clean up a mess with a dirty rag. We just smear the mess further around in our life. And this morning, if that's your story, if you're a person as a part of a broken system and a broken world as a broken person, and you look at your life and realize you're messy, the hope that the Bible provides is not in better behavior, it's not in showing up to church more. It's not in going through a ritual. That's just a picture of what God's done. Your only hope is found in a Savior. And so what we want to invite you this morning, which each of these person who has been gone public with their faith this morning would ask you is this question. Where is your identity found? Not just in the eyes of your neighbor or your family. Where is your identity found in the eyes of the God who created you? Are you identified with the broken world that's gone astray from him? Or have you been adopted as a child of God? Are you identified as a messy person who's trying to clean up messiness with more messiness? Or is you, are you a person that's accepted the cleansing that comes from Jesus Christ when he paid for all of your messiness by dying on a cross and gives you the ultimate in hope, everlasting life with him and a relationship with him as a gift by faith? If you have never trusted in Jesus Christ as your Savior, what we want to invite you this morning is to do exactly that. Before you leave this place, to see the picture that's been painted for you, to understand who Jesus is and what he's done for you. And if you're walking through life without a Savior, walking through life without hope, You're walking through life with a mess on your hands, and we want to invite you this morning to respond to a Savior who wants to give you everlasting life. You can do that right where you sit, right in your seat, in the privacy of your own heart to tell God, God, I realize I'm not identified as the type of person that I need to be. And I've got all of this mess in my life I've tried to clean up in a different way, and this morning I'm accepting the gift of a new identity and of a washing that can come from the inside out only through faith in Jesus Christ. And I'm trusting him this morning right here where I sit. If you have never trusted Jesus Christ, we want to beg you as a church and as people who are going public with our faith to not let another moment pass by without hope.
0: Thanks for listening to the Doxology Bible Church podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes. If you're ever in the Fort Worth area, we'd love to worship with you in person at one of our services. For more information on service times and location, visit doxology.church.